Jesus the Way, the Truth, and the Life with Dr. Dio Otukoya. This program is built to take you on a spiritual journey where you become a certified winner in all aspects of life using Jesus as a guiding compass. So, get ready to bask in the banquet of liberation, transformation, light, and knowledge through Christ. And now, Dr. Dio Odukoya. You're welcome to Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Odukoya, or just simply, Daddy D. Now hear this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the meek. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen. As you listen to me and apply the key lessons from this message, you shall be set free from all oppressions of the devil and you will enter into abundant life in Christ Jesus. Say amen with me. Glory to God. Now the topic for today or this week is transfigured by prayer. (laughs) Glory to God. Transfigured by prayer. This is one topic you can afford to miss. You need to stand by. Now, I quickly want to situate the purpose of this broadcast. Maybe this is your first time. Or you have been hearing us maybe regularly. But you see, it's always very important to reiterate the purpose of this broadcast. Hallelujah. Because when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is not known, abuse is inevitable. May you not miss your blessing in Jesus' name. So, you can see the purpose from the title. Three phrases in that title. Jesus the way, Jesus the truth, and Jesus is life. Now, John 14, verse 6 says, Our Master Jesus emphatically declared the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. It can be clearer. Jesus is the only way to God. Mm. And of course, God is confirming this truth by many infallible proofs. In any case, we're not here to debate. I just pray that the Lord will open your eyes to understand and experience this truth so I can begin to enjoy the best of Jesus. Glory to God. Number two, Jesus is the truth. You can see that in John 17, 17, thy word is the truth. And who is the word? You can see that in John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God. The word was God. And all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. And then verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Who is that? That's Jesus. In Revelation, it was clearly expressed that his name is the Word of God. So, if Jesus is the Word of God, and the Word of God is the truth, then Jesus is the truth. And you know something very interesting about the truth? Truth is eternal, unchangeable, and very reliable. Because it's unchangeable, it's, it's already forever settled in heaven. God has proven his word seven times over. And it has been established to be truth. Glory to God. So you can be frustrated by building your life in and around the truth. Do you know the problem why people are getting frustrated and disappointed? They are trading on lies. Are there true relationships or businesses, 419s? It's because they are trading on lies. 
But when you trade on truth, when you operate on truth, you are building through eternal legacies and you no longer be frustrated. Your days of frustrations are over. That's why God is bringing you across this message. We have been on the air for more than three years now. Our past podcasts have been on Anchor and Spotify. Just search with Dio Dukoya. Very simple messages because there's a simplicity about the things of Christ, but it is at it wills great power for deliverance and salvation. And I see God taking you forward in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Finally, Jesus' life. Jesus' life. And you can see this in 1 John chapter 5, verses 11 to 12. This is the record. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son. He that asked Jesus as life. <laughs> Glory to God. And you know that life actually can be split into two. In John 10, 10, our master just also said, I've come to give you life and give you more abundantly. So there's abundant life and there's eternal life. The abundant life is for you to enjoy on the earth now. And then eternal life is to enjoy after in the life hereafter. Both of them are so important. Hallelujah. So many blessings money cannot buy. I mean, for instance, doctors have no cure for so many diseases as we talk. But with Jesus, there is cure. Hallelujah. This is just an example of the blessings you stand to enjoy and the abundant life you stand to enjoy in Christ Jesus. Many are getting depressed with all their millions, even in affluent countries like America, Russia, and co. So it's not in money. It's not money that brings true joy. It's in the Holy Ghost. Money cannot purchase that. You enjoy that in Christ. That is why you need to be part of this ministration. You enjoy abundant life in the present life, and then you enjoy eternal life with God. You don't hand it up in hellfire. And so you should be part of this ministration. Make sure you listen to it. This is a Bible study. We are not preaching. The more you know about Jesus, the better you live. So, be part. This is why you be part of this ministry. Jesus the way, the truth, and the life. Finally, this program will help you to you know, fulfill your life assignment because you are created for a purpose. And that purpose is linked with your gift and your talent. This program will help you to correctly discover your talent and your gift and talent and special abilities and help show you how you are going to develop it and then deploy it into a ministry. And in fulfilling that ministry, you'll be fulfilled in life. May you not end up in regrets at the latter days of your life in the name of Jesus. You need to be part of this. We're inviting you to join us on the, in this ministration. Become a regular listener. Invite your friends. Be part of it. Your life will not remain the same. Jesus the way. Taking the world around the world. I'll be right back. You are here Working in this place I worship I worship you. Hey, we make a miracle walker, promise keeper, light and the darkness, my God, that is. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Udukoya. Like I announced before, we shall be exploring today this very interesting topic. Transfigured by prayer. Transfigured by prayer. Very awesome topic. My God, I believe God that after this ministration, we shall begin to experience transfiguration that will lift us to higher ground spiritually and in all areas of life 
in the mighty name of Jesus. The anchor scripture where we got the revelation for today's message is Mark chapter 9, verses 2 to 9. Please take note of that scripture and take time to go and meditate more on it on your own. Mark chapter 9, verses 2 to 9. And after six days, Jesus take it with him Peter and James and John and led them up into a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. He was transfigured before them. And his raiment became shining, exceeding white as snow, so as no fuller on earth can white them. And there appeared unto them Elias with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter answered and said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. For he wist not what to say, for they were so afraid. And there was a cloud that overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved son, hear him. And suddenly, when they had looked round about, they saw no man anymore, save Jesus only with themselves. And as they came down from the mountain, he charged them that they should tell no man what things they had seen, till the Son of Man were risen from the dead. Somebody shout hallelujah. I don't know about you. This account is so exciting to me. It's so exciting. So much revelations that will bring revolutions in our lives. The challenge is that many of us are too busy with the cares of this life to have time to take time to read, to study, and then to meditate on the Word. You know, there are different levels. And it requires commitment to be able to get. That is where you get into the gold in the world, at the point of meditation, not at the point of reading. Many don't even have time to read, not to talk of study, then meditate. We have discussed that at another ministration earlier. If you are more interested in that process, just search. Go to Anchor and Spotify, search with Dio Odukoye, the past messages and podcast. And there are so many things for, for you to learn there. This is a pure Bible study. The more you know, the better you live. So let's quickly now go begin to delve into today's topic. Yes, today's topic, which is transfigured by prayer. I want you to understand this. There is no doubt that concerted or very heartfelt, fervent prayers wields great, you know, wields transfiguration power. That is, it generates transfiguration power. Concerted prayer. Heartfelt prayer, fervent prayer, continuous fervent heartfelt prayer. You know, it generates transfiguration power. You can see the experience of our Master Jesus here. You can also remember the experience of Moses after 40 days of, you know, fellowshipping with God on top of Mount Sinai. Remember Stephen also in the Bible as he continued to, you know, you know, exercise, you know, walk, exercise faith and began to expand the scriptures onto the people. Suddenly, his face was transformed that he began to look like an angel. His face was turned to that of, like that of an angel. Can you, that was transfiguration for you. His face was transformed. Everybody could, as I was looking at him, they, they, in fact, they, it was, it was, they were looking at an angel speaking to them. <laughs> that was transfiguration. <laughs> oh, all these people experienced transfiguration. 
on the altar of concerted prayer. That is the bottom line. So the question is this, what is transfiguration? What exactly is transfiguration? And interestingly, by the time I searched the Oxford online Oxford English Dictionary, the, the definition I was given is just so astounding. It resonates so much with me. In fact, you will almost think that the, the, the authors of, the, of that dictionary, they're actually spiritual. I mean, it's not impossible they're spiritual anyway. But just hear the definition from the dictionary. He said, it's, you know, the, 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 the Oxford Online Dictionary defines transfiguration as a major change in appearance or form. If in, it is a form of metamorphosis. Those who did biology will understand what metamorphosis is. But just know that it's a major change in appearance or form. That is what transfiguration is. And then the dictionary had this statement that made me think that, ah, these people are really spiritual. He said, it's a change that exalts or glorifies. Can you see that? A change that exalts or glorifies. Was Jesus not glorified with that experience of transfiguration? Was Moses not glorified? Was Stephen not glorified? That actually is the meaning of transfiguration. You know, it's a change that exalts and glorifies. Glory to God. <laughs> so, the, that, the understanding alone should begin to desire transfiguration. See, when you don't understand the meaning of a thing, you don't even desire to experience it. I mean, with this just short explanation now, you should begin to desire transfiguration, to experience it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, now that we know that prayer is, and of course, what is prayer also? Because that's another thing we need to understand. What is prayer? We know that prayer is communi communication with God. You know, it's a two-way communication. You speak to God, and God speaks back to you. It's as if you are speaking to your friend. But most of the time, I notice that we Christians, we engage in monologues. We just do all the talking alone. We don't wait to hear from the Lord. That's why I pray prayers are deficient. But this particular ministration is not about prayer. We're going to have, I mean, we have already talked about prayer in other episodes. But we are still going to go over it again and again because it's a subject that is so important. We need to hear it again and again and again until we have results to show for effective prayer. Hallelujah. Even after having results, to sustain that result, you still need continuous prayer. That is the truth of the matter. So, but understand what prayer is basically. It's a form of fellowship with God. It's a kind of two-way communication with God. It involves worshipping God in spirit and the truth and being in the spirit and sensitive to what God will say to you as content as you speak to him in prayer. Hallelujah. It is securing the help of God to fulfill the agenda of God upon the earth. That's what prayer is. See prayer more as a fellowship. It's a time, it's as if you are talking to your lover in prayer. So don't just see it as a gimme, gimme, gimme kind of um session. No, it's a time to fellowship with God, expressing your love for God. Trying to know what God wants you to do. Showing that you care. You care. You know, like your father, like your husband. What will you want me to do, Lord? It's a time to fellowship and you know, begin to you know share our heart with our Father and our Maker. God loves such so much. And so we'll be learning more about that kind of prayer very soon. Those are the kind of prayers that bring trans transfiguration, actually. A loving relationship, not gimme, gimme kind of prayer. That one does cannot give back to transform transfiguration. No, that one cannot. 
So now let's quickly consider the experience of Moses again. Remember, after 40 days of being in, his, in the presence of God, he was transfigured. What happened? When he came down from the mountain, his face started glowing. So much that the children of Israel cannot behold his face. At the point in time, he has to start putting a veil over his eyes, over his face. Hallelujah. The, because how did it happen? The glory of God, because he was in fellowship with God for 40 days, in, right in the presence of God. The glory, the glory of God rubbed off on him. That's exactly what happened. Iron sharpened iron. As you and I begin to fellowship with God, in loving fellowship with God, I see the glory of God beginning to rub, on, rub off on us, and I see you and I shine, becoming transfigured and shining for the glory of God more and more. Glory to God. Let's also see the example. I've already discussed that of Stephen earlier. He was transfigured and then began to, his face started appearing like that of an angel. Glory to God. How did it happen? Let's see the account in Acts of Apostles, chapter 6, verse 5. And, you know, talking about Stephen, and the same pleased the whole multitude when they were looking for those who will minister, you know, the, the food, you know, to the widows and other members of the church. So they appointed deacons, and then this, and they discovered, I mean, they appointed seven deacons, and Stephen was one of them. And what was the qualification of Stephen? Let's see it in this Acts of Apostles, chapter 6, verse 5. And the same pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen. See the qualification of Stephen now. A man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. That is the genesis of that transfiguration we just reported now. That his face, at a point in time when he was ministering to the people, his face was transfigured and started appearing like that of an angel. Hallelujah. <laughs> because he was full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> It is apparent from these explorations that transfiguration is one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. I hope you are getting that. Transfiguration is one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Everything is possible with the Holy Ghost. Is the one that effects transfiguration in us. Is the one that, in fact, the rapture we are looking forward to is the one that will change us in the twinkle of an eye. Every miracle you are seeing on the earth today is the Holy Ghost rotting them. Is the miracle working harm of God. Everything is possible with him. When God spoke in Genesis, everything God spoke, it was the Holy Ghost creating them. Understand this place. Everything you need in life is the Holy Ghost that will create them for you. So you must learn to develop a relationship with him. Everything is possible with him. And it's with you right there. From the time you gave your life to Christ, God has deposited a measure of the Holy Ghost in you. And by the time you are baptizing the Holy Ghost, you are filled to the, with the Holy Ghost overflowing. Hallelujah. And then you make sure you continue to stand up and continue to be filled again and again with him by walking that which is pleasing in his sight, not grieving him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everything is possible with the Ghost. So the Holy Ghost is the spirit of transfiguration. That is the lesson here now. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of transfiguration. It's the one that effects transformation, transfiguration in us. Remember, at Holy Ghost baptism, we are baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. Also remember that when the intensity of heat in tungsten wire, I don't know, I will still explain what tungsten wire is to you. For those of us who are not, maybe you did not take physics, or this is your first time you are hearing that word, I will explain what it means. 
is that kind of tiny wire inside bulb, electric bulbs. If you look at bulbs and look closely in between, you will see a tiny, you know, coily kind of wire inside. That is the tungsten wire. And I'll explain the quality of it very soon. So the wire, that wire begins to glow bright when the intensity of it, as the intensity of it increases. As you switch on the light, electric current, as the intensity of it increases, when you put switch on a light, the electric current begins to run through the wire. That electric current will generate, normally generate it. And as the heat increases, the wire begins to glow. That is what happens with electric bulb. Remember, so I want to let you understand this. We are like that tungsten wire inside the bulb with the Holy Ghost in us. Holy Ghost is the fire. It's generating the fire of the... Because we are baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So as the intensity of the fire of the Holy Ghost increases in us, there's heat, spiritual heat is generated that will now make, begin to make us to glow. Hallelujah. Glory. Are you, I hope you are catching it. Hear what the description of the tungsten wire when I try to delve into it to try to so that you can have better understanding. The tungsten filament, the tungsten, the spelling, if you want to go and check it out for those of you listening to me, is T-U-N. So you can Google it and learn more about it. T-U-N-G-S-T-E-N. Tungsten. Tungsten filament. T-U-N-G-S-T-E-N. Yes. But you see, it's a learning exercise. The more you understand every word that is used in ministration, the better your faith will be ignited. That is the work of teaching. You know, you don't have this during preaching. Nobody cares to explain words, any words to you. But when it comes to teaching, you just need to... Because the moment you don't understand a word that the teacher is talking about, you are cut off. Your understanding is limited. And that will limit also your faith because it is the understanding that provokes greater faith. Hallelujah. So take your time to understand it. Check it out, the meaning, the, how this particular filament operates. Hallelujah. So the tungsten filament is an alloy wire made from tungsten and other metals that produces light when it is heated. Its melting point is extremely very high at 3,422 degrees Celsius. Can you imagine that? As high as that. Water boils at 100 degrees Celsius. So. Okay, so you can imagine. Water boils at 100 degrees Celsius. But this wire will not melt until 3,422 degrees Celsius. Huh. Which makes that filament, the tungsten filament, the ideal material for bright lights such as car headlamps and the lamps and the bulbs we use in our homes hallelujah so i hope you now understand what those that's the illustration we are being given so we are like that tungsten tungsten filament as the heat coming from the holy ghost begin to run through us we are bound to begin to glow and so we are transfigured and then we begin to manifest the glory of god so consequently that's exactly what is happening so that is the explanation i've just given now as the intensity of the Holy Ghost fire in us rises via consistent practice of holiness, faith, and concerted, concerted prayer, it will generate spiritual heat and fire that makes us to glow and shine forth the glory of God. And so we are transfigured. So we experience and manifest transfiguration like Jesus, like Moses, like Stephen, and many others in the Bible and up to the present day. So many people are still experiencing transfiguration. Even till today, I'm telling you. You just need to see some ministers of God when they're ministering. How they're just transfigured dramatically. Their faces will just change. They will begin to glow. It's not magic. 
it is the operation of the spiritual principle and it can be replicated. Just we have explained. The Holy Ghost in you and her is, is ready to do it again and again. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, how can we, just to quickly summarize the message again now, how can, what can we do to experience continuous transfiguration? Number one, you have to be genuinely born again. Number two, we have to baptize in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues and develop a relationship with the Holy Ghost. Number three, you have to daily read and obey the Word of God. This is the source of the wood to ignite the fire of the Holy Ghost. Remember this. That's the wood. That's the source of the wood. Number four, you have to daily worship and pray in the Spirit. Praying in tongues to intensify the fire of the Holy Ghost in, in and around you. Fellowship more with God. So will his glory begin to rub off on you. And so you are set, you set your feet ablaze on fire like Stephen did. And so you and I begin to experience unending transfiguration. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now don't forget this. Consistency is the rule of the game. Fire goes out when wood and air are not continuously fed into it. You should understand this if you have been, if you have been from the village like me. <laughs> you should understand this. Now, the word of God and the Holy Spirit they are the similitudes of wood and fire, respectively. And so, as you keep on putting on the food, I mean the wood of the word of God, and then you keep on stirring yourself by praying in tongues regularly, you are going to keep on stirring that fire. And as that fire intensifies, you begin to generate it. That will make you and I to begin to glow and become transfigured continuously. And so we shine forth the glory of God more and more. I want to encourage you. Meditate on this message. Meditate on these revelations. It's not the message you hear once and then you experience it. And then give yourself only to them. As you understand it deeply, begin to practice them. Give yourself only to them. And so your profiting shall appear unto all. Hallelujah. Do you believe this? Glory to God. It's your turn to be transfigured. Jesus the way. Taking the world round the world. I'll be right back. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. Hey, we make a miracle walker, promise keeper. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dario Duke, or just simply Daddy Team. We have been exploring this very interesting topic, transfigured by prayer. Transfigured by prayer. And we have learned that the very first step to be able to experience transfiguration after the order of our Master Jesus, after the order of Prophet Moses, after the order of Stephen, you know, Dickens Stephen in the Bible, and so many others even presently in this present day have been experiencing it again and again. You want to join that company of experiencing transfiguration that brings elevation. Hallelujah. That we've learned that the very first step is that we must, genu- we must be genuinely born again and filled with the Holy Ghost and delight in reading read the word and obeying the word. But you can't delight in reading the word and obeying the word until you are genuinely born again and filled with the Holy Ghost. You, there's no way you can delight in it. It will be so boring. It will be so boring. That's the truth of the matter. Because it's not a thing of the flesh. It's a thing of the spirit. So are you ready to begin that journey? Lift up your right hand to, your, to, the, to, the, into, I mean, to the Lord now. And put your left hand on your chest. And offer this short prayer with me. 
Say, O Lord God, have mercy on me and forgive me all my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ is your only begotten Son. I believe he died on the cross and you raised him for my justification. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, save me. Say it one more time. Lord Jesus, save me. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And I vow to follow you today and all the days of my life. So help me God. Amen. Congratulations. I rejoice with you. It's a new day for you. Glory to God. And don't forget the next very important thing. You must be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Your church will have a program for that for new converts. But if your church is not having that program, I invite you to join us at Winner's Chapel. If you are, very, if you are living around Ota or Songo Ota, you can come to the headquarters church at Canaan Land. But if you are far away, just get your pen ready. I will give you my contact details and give you a description of the one closest to your place. Winner's Chapel is all over the world. And in Lagos and Ota alone, there are about over 700 centers where you can be baptized in the Holy Ghost. So you just need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. so important. You come on Monday. By 6 p.m., by 6 p.m., only two Mondays, you'll be given seven powerful keys that will establish your, your, your sure foundation for you spiritually. So you need to be part of that. You can't miss that for anything in the world. And from then, from tomorrow morning, begin to read your Bible. That's the wood. Minimum two chapters every day. Read it before you feed on, take any physical food. Discipline yourself to it. You will soar high in life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And that takes me to the next assignment. We need to quickly minister to those who are sick. You know, perhaps if you have given your life to Christ, I want you to understand this truth. You've been grafted into the body of Christ. You become one body with Jesus. So what a master Jesus cannot suffer, you are not permitted to suffer it. So that sickness is not right. Our master also paid the price for our healing. By stripes we heal. He was beaten with 39 wicked Roman whips. Body was torn to pieces for our sake, for our healing. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, don't allow the enemy to cheat you. Are you ready to exercise your faith? And resist? That's why the scripture says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Are you ready to take what belongs to you now? Stretch forth your hand and touch the guardian from where you're hearing my voice and begin to say amen to these prayers. In the name of Jesus, my heavenly Father, I lift up this precious truth before you. In Jesus' name. Would it be your fast spirit of infirmity oppressing these ones? In Jesus' name. Lose him now. In Jesus' name, lose her now. In Jesus' name, we bind you and cast you out of his life. Go into the abyss, never to return. In Jesus' name, we chase you out with the fire of the Holy Ghost and overcome you by the blood of Jesus. All your devices, be it bacterial virus, be roast, in Jesus' name, be roasted with the fire of the Holy Ghost right now. And my Father, I beseech you in the name of the O God of Restoration. Replace, repair and restore everything the enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed in their spiritual body and make your children whole, Lord. Holy Ghost, strengthen them and put them back on their feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It is done. Listen, the word of God in Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, Whatsoever you desire. When you pray as we have just finished praying now, believe like a child that you have received it, and then you shall have it. Do you hear that? So shout it, I believe I've received my healing. Say it again. I believe I've received my healing. If you truly believe what you are saying, then begin to behave it, and then you soon become it. Believe it. Behave like what you believe. And so you become, you know, you become it. It's a new day for you. I want to hear your testimony. And that takes me to this special announcement. Maybe you have just received your healing. Or you have experienced, you've just given your life to Christ through this ministration. Or your life is getting transformed through this ministration. 
you need to get across to me. Number two, if you need counseling concerning spiritual matters or financial matters or academic issue or marital issue, you can also get across to me. Concerning financial matter, we don't give money, but we teach you how to make money. Number three, perhaps you're interested in Crystalline products, the Pat podcast and how to get the books and other materials, you can also get across to me. Number four, if you need support for content your talent production, maybe you're very good, not a beginner, please, and you're not looking for many. You just want to be a blessing to the body of Christ. You're good in singing, you're good in writing, you're good in speaking, acting, or any particular skill that can be a blessing to the body of Christ. Just come with your concept. Share it with us. We're going to assess you. If it's good enough, you can be rest assured you're going to be supported. Number five, perhaps the Lord is impressing on your heart to be a partner in support of his work in Christ's talent. So maybe to be part of this, all these things I've been sharing, you want to be part of it. In prayers, or even in giving offering, then get your pen ready. So, you can reach me through this number. This is also my WhatsApp number. 234-909-6505-735. Let me repeat that again. 234-909-6505-735. No flashing place. The least you can do is just send a text message. If you are using Android phone, you'll get an automated response that will show you what next to do. Remember, it's not what you know that matters, but what you do with what you know. As you begin to apply these divine trade secrets, God will begin to transform your life and take you to your topmost top in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus the way, taking the world, around the world. See you again next week and God bless you. You've been listening to Dr. Dio Odukoya, taking you on a life-transforming journey to ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, Contact Daddy D on 090-96-50-5735. Until next time, keep basking in God's grace. Jesus.